everybody. This is a very prolonged put off episode of All Docked Up, and I'm BJ, and I have Penrose and Chris with me. What is up, guys? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a very prolonged. I just want to, can I just take a second, really quick, to just shout out Tam from Tamara to the Break of Dawn that has been like low key accosting me about this new episode. Shout out to Tam, because she is a mess, and I love her. I love Tam. Right. Shout out to Tam. She always is so, so we're back, and I'm so excited. I missed you guys. I, I missed y'all, too, so much. You have no idea. Yeah. And what a great story to, like, come back in. Like, this is very, like, chef kiss, top-notch nonsense. <laughs> but, I, but I will say that normally when we do the show, we have somebody from the documentary, like, message us or follow us, and I don't want that to happen because this, this nigga may have us, like, murdered. I don't want... <laughs> oh, my God. I probably did not be involved. Hey, listen. No, before, no, we, before, before we get into it, uh, into, too deep into the show real quick, can I just say... um like real quick, don't okay. don't don't get in your feelings and cut me off the motherfucking prime video. I mean, I know I got my own, but you had Showtime. I had to go buy Showtime to watch the goddamn. Nigga, wait. <laughs> so is somebody supposed to hear that part? Like what? I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I was so that that's that's a shout out to everybody. When you break up with somebody, young, why would you cut? Do you do you cut niggas off the motherfucking? <laughs> she changed her password on you. <laughs> but listen, though. But listen, what's funny, nigga? What's funny is that the password, everything was cool. Everything was cool until I, I'm, you know, I it's whatever because it's just a, a it's just a subscription. A nigga got to living his life online again. And talking to <laughs> and a motherfucker that she said didn't want me came and got me, and I that's then around the same time because the Disney password changed. The motherfucker, uh, uh, I, say, I say, yeah, you done got me on everything. God damn. Oh, cause she don't she didn't like who she didn't like who you talking to. No, so the girl I ain't even talking to this girl. A girl that I ended oh, okay. up uh, messing around with, she always told uh-huh. me that girl don't want you. She too pretty, and I was just like, damn. She was like, nah, not like that. She's just like, but that girl is too pretty. Like, she wouldn't even want me, like, joking and shit. And then that girl mm. came and got me, and I think she found out about it. Boom. Oh, so she said, you're not about to be next Netflix and then chilling on me, right. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just, well, I mean, I guess I could see that. I, it's, it's, very, it's very haterish of her, but also I understand so I guess, I guess it's guys. a little hater deep down inside of me, or that I don't know if that's my petty. I mean, I you guys, guys, I turned off nigga phone right out of right once I left out of court the other day. Oh, so wow. please don't. Oh, wow. like, well, you should turn this phone off before court, girl. So you better than me. I've turned this phone off yeah. like the shit happened. Like bitch, I like never talk on the phone again. So God bless. <laughs> <laughs> so God bless. Really, it's petty. There's, it's petty. There's, and I don't think it's I, petty. I feel it's, like that's fair. <laughs> that, that's, I think it was a timing that was petty for me. It's, it was because it was like immediate. Like <laughs> you should have done it during court. Like that would have been like if you wanted to be petty, you should have done it during court. That way, when that man looked at his phone and was like, "No service," like just in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> that's the entire procedure. Like while you sit you there, know. 
scrolling Facebook like just nothing. Shut down. Boom. <laughs> nothing. You know how you know how you do something. You know when you got to pee really bad, but you got something to do, so you do an urgent as fuck. And that's that type of. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I was on hold for T-Mobile for like forty-five minutes with no problem. <laughs> 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 <If> I wait. <laughs> Nails and shit sitting on the edge of the bed, making yourself a cup of tea. Hi, ho, hi, hi. I'm well. Hey. How are you? That's how you know. <laughs> That's how you know when niggas is being petty. I'm well. I'm doing well. I'm well. How are you? <laughs> like you're very brisk but polite. You got like the you know the, you know that when white people see you out in public and they don't smile at you, they give you that thin like straight. <laughs> right. Kind of it. That's what you're like doing through the phone. Like you're like yes, hi, hi, yes, I'm well. And then you press your lips together. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I, I see well, we've all well, seen well, it. Holding your mug of tea with two hands and like sipping like holding yes, yes. <laughs> It's blowing my over sweater on, like, yes, that's yeah, so accurate. You're oh, with your legs tucked up under you on the couch. Yes, I need to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 that, so everybody, every so if everybody's asking, that's where we've been at. We've been being petty. <laughs> right. It's been, a lot of petty. it's been a lot of petty going on out here. It really has. It's, it's terrible. But anyway, so yeah. well, <laughs> Gringo. Welcome to All Jocked Up. Sign off. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, hey, where are we talking about podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> where we talk about documentaries and every now and then. <laughs> about how petty we are when we aren't watching documentaries. Oh, shit. Yeah. Somebody somewhere is like, I thought this was about documentary. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. Relax. Right. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So, guys, we chose Gringo this week. And I've been like, I'd be like, when people are like, oh, what are you guys watching? I was like, oh, Gringo, Gringo, Gringo. But, like, I didn't, like, put the whole title of the 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 documentary because I feel like the whole title holds a lot of weight and is like very true and accurate into the kind of life this nigga lived so it's called Gringo the dangerous life of John McAvee if you guys have I think the only place it's at right now is on Showtime so you guys would have to watch it that way um John McAfee who who the fuck is John McAfee guys um so what I thought was interesting about this documentary is that we open up and it's not like one like the where they kind of are sitting. We get like audio recording of him being arrested. We get audio recording of John McAfee being arrested and he <laughs> douchingly, like douchebaggingly as he all douche nozzleishly as he could, was like, You know who I am? Have you heard of me? And Have you heard of me? Was like, no, can't say that I have. <laughs> I'm John McAvee. Right. Yeah, and the, and the cop was like, I don't know what that means. The cop was really like, like, they're like, I, okay, I guess. <laughs> so you know how you know how, like when you meet people like for the first time and, and everybody's like, oh, you have like that first like thirty seconds to a minute for the you know, wrap up who you are. Um, the first moment of this of this, we learned that he's John McAvee. He is the head of, he's the creator of McAvee Antivirus. He has three guns in the car, $4,000, 
yeah, you've heard of him, accused of murder and believe, <laughs> and, and went to Guatemala. Like, that's literally, we learned all of that in the first, like, hey, in the dash cam. Do the you know, but look, though, officer, but, then he should call you know, the FBI. That's, yo, that's what I was about to say. You, <laughs> yes. that's, that's the definition of big dick energy. Hey, bro, do me a favor. You, you niggas ain't on my level. Call the FBI. This not even worth it, too. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know who you have in the car right now, so you might need to go ahead and put in a call to the FBI so they can, they can put you up to speed on the situation. Right. What nigga says that? Love your pay grade. You don't have security clearance for this one. I don't. I don't think you put in enough hours to deal with me, my nigga. I'm I don't think so. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and uh, call call the FBI for a nigga like myself. Like I ain't never heard somebody give so much information to a police officer in such a little amount of time ever. in my whole life. <laughs> ever. So, I was, I was pro tip, like we're not. The couch, like, stop snitching, nigga. Stop snitching. I'm telling him too much. Hush. He, he not even asking about that. Right. <laughs> like, nothing about shit. He don't even know nothing about. Wait a minute. Hush. He just think you. <laughs> he just think you drunk, nigga. You like it's three guns in the car. Cause go ahead. Like, go ahead. Which I don't want to be political, but a testament to you know the the power of whiteness because he yelled three guns in the car and they were like, okay, cool. What's up? Like really? nobody so blinked, nobody blinked and tried to shoot him or any fucking thing. They were just like, okay, cool. Oh, he he walked over there too. My man was like, put your hands on his head. And then walked right up to him. Like, hold on, blood. You know what I am? I got three guys. I got three guns yeah, in the car. My name is John. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we're setting the scene for y'all, and we're 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 not kidding. It wasn't like he sat in the car with his hands on the steering wheel, and the cop is asking him questions, and he's nerved up. Nope, he hopped out, walks over there, very leisurely, is having this conversation. Like he's talking to that man like they're having dinner. Like he's talking yeah. to him like they just sat down to have a meal. And he's like, "So this is what I've been up to." Maybe I did it. <laughs> Which pro tip, so guys, if you ever, if the cops ever pull you over, maybe don't tell them about the other illegal shit you've done that day. Like just let them think you're involved. <laughs> That's just pro tip. Like, like don't or stick stick to the immediate things like those three guns. You might want to tell a nigga about those, but like other than that. <laughs> Right. Don't, don't, don't suggest they call the FBI and don't tell them you're wanted for murder or anything like that. Right. Just kind of sit, sit that one out at the drunk tank and go home. Don't. Or <laughs> or that nigga knew something we didn't. How about that? Fair enough. Because <laughs> yeah. once we That's get into true. this, this was some crazy shit. Yeah. So where do All y'all right. want to start? Do we want to start with John McAfee or do we kind of want to start go in chronological order because if that's the case we're gonna kind of meet our filmmaker i guess (laughs) yeah let's i think let's go chronological because um john will never miss opportunity to tell you who the fuck he is so we'll learn about him (laughs) (laughs) so we find out that the filmmaker whose name escapes me because i was not really paying attention because whatever but (laughs) god bless her like whoever she is hey like i'm sorry you just you get that's a testament to your filmmaking like you didn't try to make yourself front and center so now i don't know who the fuck you are um (laughs) so she so basically we see a bunch of bubbles and text on the screen right and she's saying that she tried to reach out to john for a year and he refuses to be in the documentary or take part in it but he continues to email her about he, the documentary. <laughs> he went from saying, 
I don't want to talk about your doctor. He pretty much said, like, I don't want to be a documentary to be a, like, did you even know, like, this is the shit I'd be doing? <laughs> like, like, it's like, well, do you want me to know or do you not want me to know? Dang. Like, we, we could have this one conversation instead of these 62,000 emails? Like, what is happening? Like, right. this nigga said, don't email me no more. Two times in a row and then emailed her, like, 42 times. Like, what? Right, because <laughs> she wasn't pressing enough. All like right. he was, the niggas chasing him. <laughs> he, he, wanted, he wanted to feel wanted, and that's you know that's yes. what it takes these days. You know, you got to ratchet up those. You got to ratchet up those DMs. You got to make these men feel wanted. Otherwise, they don't want to be in their in your documentary. <laughs> that's, that's that's all it is. Uh, if you niggas didn't catch the parallel in that. I'm gonna need you to grow the fuck up if you didn't catch that one. <laughs> so, uh, John, I guess. So, we told y'all he he created McAfee virus soft antivirus software. So the shit that all of us had on our computers it expired after like sixty days. They kept the pop up saying, "Hey, resubscribe, resubscribe, re whatever. Your computer is in peril. It's gonna die tomorrow." <laughs> Your computer is suicide. Like, <laughs> like whatever dramatic ass shit they were telling you to try to get you to rebuy right. that shit. Um, right. So he kind of basically buys out of the company, which we'll discuss more later. But he basically just takes his money to go do and does some other shit. So what we land at is him being in San Pedro, Belize, in like 2008. Um, uh. So what we kind of hear about this place is it's very picturesque. It has a bunch of like boat landings. It's very nice. We have mostly that's where like the white expats end up. And they said uh-huh. fugitives like to come, and so they say the marshals would come yeah. and just do like a fucking sweep and round up all the fugitives. <laughs> I, I'm not personally going to choose to hide out in a place where niggas always be hiding out. Like the fact that you have like a weekly fucking. Marshall. Run, like that's too much for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the marshals are like gearing up. They're like having coffee and shit, having their little breakfast. Like, what do you, what, what's on the docket today? Oh, uh, you know, we got to go down to to Belize and and you know just and run through that little town or whatever. You know, so you know round niggas up. up. Park they came from. The bar if we wait till noon because we could just probably get them all. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out the most efficient way to get everybody. Are they having like a beach party bonfire this weekend? If Cafe, right. if Cafe Rojo was popping like they say it is, that's where they would catch my black ass. They catch- <laughs> <laughs> Salsa, nigga. I, look, I, they be like, put put the handcuffs on, nigga. I'm still trying to get the last of my margarita. Hold on, nigga. <laughs> Why? Y'all oh are animals. Y'all this margarita. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, shit. So John moves down there, and we find out that he basically, for lack of a better time, kind of buys himself, I guess, immunity or kind of a, a bit of a say. Like, not like I wouldn't say he was in charge, but he, he certainly does that thing that rich people do, right? Where they donate money to places and spaces to, to, that benefit them, that give them what they want. So he benefits, so he gives money, weapons, and, like, equipment to the police and gives the Coast Guard, like, a million-dollar boat. Right. Basically, he bought an invisible cloak. Real shit. Yeah, he really did. He bought himself, basically, like, we don't see you, nigga. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know how, listen, for, for white people, or actually, not even for white people, for everybody, 
this is the equivalent to six nine buying this way into the bloods. Yeah, exactly what that was. <laughs> except, yep. except for John, except for John was about it, so he didn't go. You know, yeah, Actually, yeah John, John, yeah. John, John was John just didn't have time to be jumped in. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like John, yeah, John would have went the regular way from what it seems. He would have been fine. Like, he would have. But you know what? 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 I was kind of confused. Not really confused on, but made me think and. And it'll make more sense, I guess, for anybody who hasn't seen this, the deeper we get into the talk. But once you see how he starts to move, what the fuck really made you just say, I'm going to go to Belize? Did you already have this 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 fucked up mind state in mind? Like, yo, I'm going to go. I'm about to tell you what happened. He watched Shotsas one night. And he uh, fell asleep <laughs> on the couch. And when he had a dream, and he was like, you know what? I'm trying to do that same shit. <laughs> and he just the drugs. We uh, watched one too many because it's a lot. <laughs> so I think it's at this point we kind of meet Allison. And Allison is a microbiologist. Now I kept saying, AKA manic, pic- manic pixie dream scientist, which. <laughs> 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 Like, yeah, she just, yeah, she just looks like all those, like, little weird pixie brown-haired, like, rom-com chicks or whatever, which God bless her. But she, so, I mean, you like, which, I mean, it's horrible, but. Yo, she does look like that broad you'll see in a rom-com, and you'd be like, I've never seen her before, and all your white friends is like, she's been in everything. This <laughs> right, right. This little short pixie haircut, and just like she's so whimsical. She wears suspenders and works in a bakery like that bitch. Like <laughs> she always got flour on the tip of her nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she's definitely that one. So yeah, manic manic pixie dream scientist. Um, so out. So I guess what we learned is that while he is in Belize, he has decided he's going to. I, I, it was kind of unclear, but I guess he's trying to get into like medicine, is what I gathered. Right. And so they're trying to like harvest natural like plants and herbs and shit and make tonics and vitamins and whatever else. Corn I don't believe is what they called it. I don't believe him. I didn't believe that either. And I was like, it sounds to me like you're down here trying to get like an opium farm or some shit going, but that's me, that's not for me to judge. But look though, what I what I don't get. Tyrone Marley. Like I keep trying to like he would he had no answer. He don't even know what the fuck he was down there trying to make. Exactly. Listen, how many <laughs> niggas, how many niggas do you know that ever listen for anybody that ain't never cooked crack was real good in chemistry class, whatever you didn't <laughs> for, for women who can bake their ass off. Tell me how many niggas you know got one person in the kitchen <laughs> doing everything. Right. <laughs> Nigga, right. it was her and him, and he was never there. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? I don't think he had a plan. I think, I don't, and, and I guess that goes back to your question about why the fuck he go to Belize anyway. Yeah. But, like, I, I think he got bored. To be real honest, I think he was there and he was like, you know, what do you, you know, like, what do you do when you don't work anymore? You chill out, you know, you spend your money. And so then he was like, this is not nearly exciting enough. Fuck That's this. what it was, the money. He had I'm no bored, money let to me, do that. Yeah. It was like, I'm bored. Let me find something to do. Oh, let me find something else I can sell people. Let's make all natural medicines from all these goddamn roots and shit in the forest. <laughs> but uh-huh. you don't know anything about anything in the forest. So you uh-huh. go on Allison and he and she's he's like, Hey, I'm just having these guys pull weeds out of the forest and you just figure out what you can do. <laughs> like he really I'm gonna give you this microscope. I want you to look at it real good. 
What you swishing around in this in this water? Like. Right. She had her fa- right faking the samples and shit. Like we found out Allison basically graduated from college and was doing research. So she was doing the type of research that would get you medicines from plants or whatever. But mm-hmm. he basically is like, hey. You know what would be great if you came to Belize, you could continue your research and I'll pay for it. So, like, uh-huh. and remember, she said she, she said she wanted to move to Belize anyway, yeah, before she even met him. So, it yeah, was, so she was so already that, kind of like this man, paying for your dream basically to go to the place that you've always wanted to go to to do the things you've always wanted to do. Now, time out, time out. Now, young ladies, this is a fucking lesson, <laughs> okay. A older nigga is not the problem. A older nigga that's trying to sell you a dream that don't really sound real with a lot of money, that's the fucking problem. This nigga was weird. Like, she bought this dream. She literally was like, yo, this is my dream job, and I get to live in the place I want to live, and you know what I mean? I'm a head and shit. Let's think about that. You coming fresh out of school, Uh and you in charge of everything, and, and he promising you your own lab oh, and all of this shit. Come on, man. We got to think, man. We got to think. Young ladies. I like, on the, on the spectrum of things that he did to girls, she got off pretty easy. So. Yeah. I mean, but I, and, and so I tried to see both sides. Oh, yeah. Of it, right? Ew, because yeah, I think word. that it's one of those things where somebody is doing like a startup, you know, it's going to be hard to convince someone who's more established that maybe has tenure somewhere to come fucking live in Belize or whatever. Because most of the people that Uh do that kind of work probably already have a lab and probably are already doing the work. So you're going to have to get somebody green who doesn't know any better. So, I mean, I don't want to, you know, like it is a lesson for ladies, but also I can see it because, you know, if you feel like you are good at what you do, you know, why wouldn't you be like, why wouldn't this motherfucker want me? Like, I damn sure would be like, well, yeah, this motherfucker want to pay me to go to Belize. No, yeah, for yeah. sure. No, in the I'd pack a pistol. She's crazy for not bringing no pistols, <laughs> but you know, like, <laughs> like, I'm going. In her sense, I'm saying, yeah, for a job, yeah. But I'm saying, I was just trying to parallel it to real life. Like, yo, don't buy the dream all the time. Niggas be selling. Anyway. <laughs> well, red flag, because here we go. Because here's, we're about to get into some red flags. So Allison gets there. Allison does not have <laughs> her own place to live. Allison has to say, nope. She don't even have a lab that he promised. He don't even, no. She don't even have that yet. So she just gets there and it's just her big chilling and they just talking about their dreams and ideals and shit looking at the Belize stars, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the Belizean stars. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck they was over there doing. I'm just saying that she got there and it wasn't no work. And that would have been me getting back on the plane being like, well, guys, it's been fun because I'm not going to show up to work and it ain't no work. That's that's not how that works at all. Like, uh-huh. for instance, I showed up at my part-time job yesterday. Doors was locked tight. They were like, oh, we're deep cleaning, but the motherfuckers are late. We don't know when they're going to get here. Go home. They called me back after my regular shift would have ended up be like, hey, can you come in for a few hours? And I was like, no, it's your can. Um, so <laughs> if I show up to work and it's no work to do, I'm going to go home. Why right. am I here? Yeah. <laughs> so she should have done that, too. It was time to go home. But, you know, she stayed. Uh-huh. So we're interviewing with her and she's like there was just so much crazy shit apparently John was meeting taking meetings with motherfuckers with Russian accents and he had a bunch of armed guards and shit and Allison was looking like I, I thought we were going to make vitamins like Allison nurse man they made no vitamins but it's a lot of goddamn guns right. <laughs> 
No, that's what I'm saying. I feel like this nigga, this man came down there with a plan of like what we all envisioned Scarface would have been had he not motherfucking got killed. He went right. down there with those thoughts. Like, he really did. Like, how can I be as Scarface as possible and no drugs involved? <laughs> like... Right. Because right. he wasn't selling drugs. As, as, as crazy as it sounds, when he's on an island and he got armed security and shit. I know it sounds like he sells cocaine, but he does. He really well, doesn't. Like... Well. <laughs> well. 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 <laughs> well. I kind of beg okay. to differ there. All right, you're right. Well, he never got he never got caught in charge He's, selling cocaine. Well, like, I, well, oh, well, right. Because, we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, right. So we take this we take this little detour during the 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 documentary, and we learn more about kind of John's backstory. So we find out uh-huh. that basically when he starts, like basically John's just kind of like a computer nerd, like he's a computer nerd. And he's kind of got his money out of Silicon Valley. Like, apparently there was some type of fucking virus, the Michelangelo virus, which I vaguely remember. And it didn't actually. And so he was like, oh, I could fix this. So he tinkered around, fixed the shit. And then people were like, shut the fuck up. Okay, tell us more. You know, you seem to know how to fix the shit. Tell us about it. So he Uh ends up getting like $14 million in sales. And his outfit is small. Like, he literally has an office with 20 fucking people. He has family members doing, like, tech support on the phone. Like, right. And he's, and it's, for, and it's like, and he owns 67% of the, of the market share in antivirus software. 67 fucking percent. Who and else even has antivirus? Right. It is 20 fucking employees. That is insane. That is. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody's in. Everybody, Did, yo, hold on. But talking about that shit, that let's let's talk. He had family members like like VJ just said, but we mm-hmm. also had the three witches. Oh, nigga, the three witches <laughs> that, that would chant in the lunchroom. He the had, with the witches of Eastwick, right? He had the um, <laughs> what were they called? The the little the little foxes, the little foxes, yeah, little foxes. The little, little foxes were people that would play games in the in. The way you won points was to have sex at random places around the office, and this was. And they had one person that would go behind it and clean it up. Right. Yeah. This this is. Yeah, there was a lot going on here. They were doing a lot of weird things besides selling antivirus software. Now, Which, this if, is, you, if you have 67% of the market share, I feel like you can really just fuck all over that office. Like, it's really... You're not sitting there concerned about, are we making enough money? How can we get, how can we get more people to buy our antivirus software? Right. Everybody has right. it. But, but you have time on your hands. Like, I don't end, you know, idle, idle mind, idle dick, whatever the saying is. <laughs> they had a lot of time on their hands, and so they used it to their dick's place. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Real shit. Um, so, this is happening. Um, he's like, is, is it, I, I guess it might be because he made so much money so quickly, but he kind of started to get paranoid, right? Yeah. This this is around the time this is around the time when everything is the lab is not growing like he wants to, but for some reason he starts to get more scarface and so now he's hiring he's hiring guards and he's hiring Belizean like Belizean gang members. 
to oh, be. Oh, but we not wait. We not leave yet. Hold on, wait, wait. Because we, remember, we first have to go oh, to yeah, Colorado. My, my bad, my bad, my bad. We yeah. did go back. We did go back. My apologies. Yeah, um, he gets a little weird, and so basically, he gets bought out of his company. I think is what Chris was yeah. Like, like he's so yeah, real motherfucking weird, and paranoid. Basically, after he done fucked on all the surfaces, and you know, when the, the black light turned <laughs> the entire office one big glow light, he was like, basically. "Oh shit, let me get back to thinking about this so- this software." After he right. done that, exactly. So then, he but was you like, um. I was gonna wait. I'm, uh, what was I gonna say? No, you talking on, about when, right now. You said when he went to Colorado after he got bought. Oh out no! Um, oh no no! Oh no no! I guess more so about the buyout. I didn't realize how long he didn't have anything to do with the company. Like, <laughs> like I don't. I don't think they gave a year of when he bought out, but I, it was fairly like close to '86 when he started. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't been part of McAfee for like ever. Like for most of the most of the fucking time Since that it's been a thing, I think they made four or five years, and then that was kind of it. If that, like, I think it was really kind of. I think he bought out before ninety, maybe ninety one. If yeah, if that, right. yeah. The beautiful, the beautiful part about all of that to me is when he was like, they made this thing, and I, I just made a little thing to beat it. Like, right. like the confidence and the swag, and that. Listen, in so many ways, I adore John McAfee. I idolized John McAfee. I hated like if John he wasn't McAfee. A, if he wasn't like, a lunatic murderer, like he would right. be somebody to admire because it really is like he did something that he enjoyed. He was able to be very, very good at it. Uh-huh. And he was able to make money from it. Who That's like living the fucking dream. Who doesn't right. want to make money from the shit they tinker around with and then just be able to sell that motherfucker off and be like, be Godspeed and still get money? Like, right. Real shit. Right. Like, and, and, and you have people, to, <laughs> I want y'all to take and, and just put it in your head what VJ said. 67% of the market and you got 20... You got enough money to where you can fuck in the office and not miss a beat. <laughs> you still just pay $10,000. Like, like, yeah, right. you don't have to take meetings every day about how y'all are going to market this shit to somebody else because there is nobody, <laughs> nobody else. else. There is no one else. Where else the fuck they gonna go? <laughs> There's no one else. You literally, no. your shit is on everybody's motherfucking computer except for fucking Max. And then like 12 people had a Mac because them bitches were $40,000. So, like, True those, 12 pe- those 12 people don't motherfucking matter to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Real shit, yo. <laughs> the market, the marketing team just playing birthday parties and shit. <laughs> they don't do shit. Y'all playing lavish trips and shit. We're ooh, let's right. buy John a new desk to fuck on. That's what we're gonna do. Like, girl, they ain't doing shit in that office. <laughs> let's get him some new chairs. He'll like that. Like they just they ain't doing shit. Like. <laughs> Getting that nigga snacks and shit, stocking his little Gatorade fridge. We don't want him to dehydrate after he fucks. Like, nobody's doing anything but like helping him fuck. Like that's all they were doing. They had to be. What else could they be doing? Me right. Oh, <laughs> Planning a dentist appointment. Like yeah, so <laughs> we, just, we just got a new co- we just got a new contract with Dell today. So uh, I'ma just. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to go to dentist today. You know, I have time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see if I can get my teeth cleaned and maybe get breast implants. I, you know, I, I have a lot of time. Right. Like, they doing everything. So many options. So, 
basically he sells out of this and john decides that he wants to be like into health or whatever so john does that thing that like very like white people predatory shit like let's go open a yoga center or whatever you know when white people yeah. don't know what else to do with their lives they go do yoga but whatever all right it's, it's cool if y'all like yoga I, I do yoga one time sometimes a time I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do it one time sometimes a time i did it i thought about it one time you know whatever i watched it <laughs> one time but the point is is that you know white people really love yoga and other people love yoga so who but this was like early in the yoga situation mm-hmm. in like 2000 mm-hmm. so i assume all mm-hmm. the people that were doing yoga with him were white i'm probably you know fairly certain mm-hmm. they were, or whatever yeah so That's he opened like a yoga and meditation center and apparently you know it's like the top of the line millions and millions of dollars but this crazy motherfucker is just letting people come there for free like he's not <laughs> charging them to come to his million dollar state-of-the-art facility that i'm sure needs people to clean it and run it and cook and whatever and he's not charging any money and he, yeah all those acres of land i didn't even have shit on it just trees nope. forest and shit like this dude where the fuck yeah. is you getting all this well 67 percent. never mind you know where like <laughs> listen you know where you're <laughs> right. you, know, you know why i'm here <laughs> you know why i'm here that's what that nigga said <laughs> Basically, he's well, okay, he closes it down and sells it, right? And so there's kind of speculation at this point because we're, I, I was not sure whether I believed that he went from being worth like a hundred million dollars to being worth like 10 million dollars. I don't know that I believe that, or it, 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 it may be, but <laughs> well, remember, he said himself that he didn't, he said that he lied about it because he just got sued a lot, so he was tied up in court with the money. He said, so by telling the media, he was like, I just you told the media that. Robert Kelly. What? <laughs> what you the just last that did that. The last uh, nigga that did that was Robert Kelly lying about the money he got because niggas was on his ass and he low-key uh, stuck a hell of money. That's like, when, remember that nigga said that house in Atlanta got robbed? We like, Robert, nobody lives in that house. We, <laughs> we, niggas know a non-lived-in house, Robert. Don't lie to us, you filthy bastard. Please don't lie to us. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> like, you don't have to do that. It, it's all right. We, we yeah. know it, it's yeah. fine. Just because you, you know somebody in Atlanta that know the code to that lockbox and they let your black ass in, don't you dare tell them <laughs> that a nigga stole everything? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Robert, if you don't get your lying ass back in jail, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> it just that, and that honestly, which related but not related, that certainly I, I laughed because that reminds me of the fact that Aaliyah's uncle with Barry Hankinson, he basically, I read an article, you know, basically he had taken all of his liquid assets that weren't like people's masters and whatever rights to their music. Right. And bought a hair salon that a lady that he was that he was in a relationship with worked at, just so he would have the pleasure of firing her. What? <laughs> what? He you took all of his yeah. liquid assets, up the salon where this woman worked, and then fired to fire her. her? Okay. Correct. And then she sued him, and then he was like, "Oh, girl, I ain't got no money. It's all tied up in masters or whatever. I ain't got no liquid assets. Same shit. I- I'm broke, girl. I ain't got no money." <laughs> funny. Wow. So that just, that just made me think of that. Like, I'm broke, girl. I don't have no money. Right. I mean, <laughs> legally, legally, he don't. That's, That's true. Funny. My dog wow. agrees. Um, 
Sorry, we kind of got off subject. No, we yeah, really. random. Sorry. So this we kind of so then we kind of go back to what the fuck John has going on. Uh, so yeah, he kind of gets paranoid. Then we kind of find out he's like hiring ex-cons with like police records as long as their bodies and shit. He had like twelve security guards. Like John gets right. real much crazy. He got um, these niggas uh, militarized in uniforms and shit. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah, they had the little Gestapo whatever situation going. Um so apparently he moves inland. I think we didn't we don't discuss we didn't discuss that, but he moves to some other place called Carmelita, basically, and yeah. it's like trying to become the, the kingpin that doesn't Hold sell on, drugs. Wait, Carmelita. You, you skipped over so much. Oh well, me. <laughs> <laughs> only only because before he moved to Carmelita, this is when Remember um the little the little uh scientist um decided to leave. Remember because he drugged Oh her. yeah. I was getting there. I just was kinda cause remember she he gets the guards and stuff. All this is kind of happening simultaneously. Uh-huh. But um because at this point she's moved out, like she's got her well, not moved out, but she he's gotten her own little place. And sis is like faking the test, which we kind of alluded to earlier, but basically he has you know, cameras down there interviewing and, oh, I'm working on this and we have these tonics and we're having all these positive results. And Allison was like, none of that worked. I was just lying. All it was was colored water and tubes and shit that he had people taking pictures of. So, like I said, he never went down there to make no fucking medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, because if you were trying to make medicine, you know that you need a lab with more than one sign. Like that, um, or like in all this time, you could have just made one thing, nigga. Like, <laughs> right? Like, why not research some medicines and be like, oh, well, what else is what kind of herbs would be good for this? Like rheumatoid arthritis. What would be good for aching joints? Let's see if we find some right. of that, and we'll just make a supplement for that. Like, why would you go with like a thing in your mind? Right. That you were gonna make. <laughs> you like, I'm gonna make all natural cough drops. Like, why wouldn't you go with something, something. in your mind to make? I was Chris. I don't think this man was trying to make medicine. I think he was just down around and he was selling smuggling drugs. Or he was doing something. He just didn't get caught. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think that they, he went down there with the intentions of being a drug lord and didn't know how to create the the, the right front. Yep. Maybe that's what he was doing. He was just trying to create drugs in the lab and not actually. Yeah. Right. And you didn't have a right front. You went down and you tried to create the front while you're trying to also move the product. <laughs> the fuck it. You have to have the front first. The front nigga. first, nigga. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Um, so yeah, Allison basically she's kind of down there on her own. So Allison tells us this wild ass story about why her and John are no longer working together. She says that she, I think, says she has a headache. Asks for some medicine. John uh-huh. gives her pills and some orange juice. She says she, you know, takes it, drinks it, is drugged. She says it just kind. Of, he, she says he drugged and raped her. She doesn't remember much of it. So trigger warning. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we're we're gonna have a discussion about sexual assault now. So if you'd like to skip forward, we'll make it brief. Uh, um. Yeah, so she says that she confronted him about it the next day, and he acted like nothing happened. Like, <laughs> he, he was like, I don't know what you're talking about, girl. You had a headache, and you just went to sleep, or whatever. Like, I don't know what he expected her to do. Like, was he just kind of expecting her to be cool with it, or? But he, I, I don't... he also woke up over her naked with his dick out. Butt-ass naked. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm wondering in his, in his twisted, fucked-up mind if he thought that 
oh, well, she said that she wanted to leave, but if I give her this dick, maybe she won't. But, like, I think that she has to, like, know that you're trying to give it to her and want right. it back. Like, right. <laughs> because essentially, yeah. like, I mean, I don't know after that, I don't know why he didn't think that she would immediately leave. And that's basically, I mean, and as she was trying to, are we, get, are we getting into this part right now? Yeah, she says that after she confronts him, he, like, the fuck out. Yeah. yeah, he like flips the fuck out of her. Like, it starts calling her everything but a child of God. She locks herself in the lab, I believe. Uh, well, so uh, she locked, locked herself somewhere because he went and destroyed all the samples in the lab. So she she locked herself in the apartment and right. said that she locked herself in the apartment. He came to the apartment because she ran out of the lab. And well, no, that's right. He went to the lab. She went to her apartment. He came to her apartment, started beating on the door, demanded that he let her in, and she didn't. She said that she, at that time, she texted, or not text, I'm sorry. She emailed her father uh-huh. to uh, to get a plane ticket. And she said as soon as she pressed send on that email, all the he power went off. Yeah. So this shut the power off. Like, very fucking hunting people vibes at this point. Yeah, she's like, like, you- like, like, secretly call other people that she's friends with on the island to sneak her away so she can get away from them. Right. So she does. They sneak her out. She ends up staying with them, just kind of low key. And then the next day, she leaves. Like she's able to get off the island and just never looks back. So John is, but she. So okay, I wanted to backtrack and clarify something. I think that she yeah. locked herself in the lab and then maybe left because remember she said she destroys all the samples and shit. Oh, she destroyed them. That's right. Oh, That's right. oh, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. She My did bad. that. Right, you're I right, you're right. That he did that, that, yep. that nigga, and he was super pissed off about it, too, that she had yeah. got Correct. I right. That so he was big mad about that. And so this My is when we listener. kind of find out that John... We find out that John... That is Somebody tries to kidnap John. Is that where we are with this? <laughs> um. Well, let's let's just back... Uh, wait, let me see. No, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's not about where you're at, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, the only thing I wrote down before that was that we meet Tino, uh, Tino which was like, I wrote down resident crackhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He went to jail 72 times. Nobody goes to jail that much unless you on crack. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. He was on something, so I, that's fair. These are facts. Oh, and then he also opened the police station uh, when he went down to, um, to was it, what's it called again? Carmelita or whatever. Yeah, Carmelita, but he hired no policemen. Basically, the niggas that he brought with him became the policemen. Real shit. Yeah, so he gets robbed by some guy named David Middleton. Yep. And uh, so they he so John sends his people to rough David up, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, teach him a lesson. Right, and apparently they teach him a lesson to the point that the, he dies from his injuries. <laughs> to death, they teach him a lesson. Yeah, they to teach death. him to death. Like these poor children that are taking these Zoom calls, they are being taught to death. Right. Taught to death. They are zoomed to death. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so then we meet a gentleman by the name of Mac Ten. <clears throat> hey, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> a, a, a gentleman with kind eyes and a, a witty smile named Jackson. Real, a real gentleman that one. Um, so, uh, really had huh? a lot of character, man. He had a lot of character. Right? <laughs> he did. I, he had a lot of guts. I said he's just a charismatic, charismatic gentleman. And, um, in a, in a, in a, echo. 
if you if you called me and was like, bro, I'm dating Mag Ten, I'd be like, you know what? You know what? He's a good have guy. Have fun, girl. Like, don't marry him. Really. <laughs> I mean, have fun. If a different thing introduces Mag Ten, like it ain't re- like when do you ever have a rebuttal to that? Like, okay. Like, <laughs> Like you kind of have to be like, yeah, you have my blessing. Like you kind of have to be like, right? That's, what oh, that's so nice. Don't call me, but uh, yeah. <laughs> right. if this nigga beat your ass, you know, don't say, don't put me in it. But you know, right? right. Don't Run. tell him that I. Run. <laughs> Do you have your sneakers by the door? Do you have? Okay, good. <laughs> put them outside, girl, just in case you got to run out barefoot. Put them outside in the pool. So we meet Mac Ten because Mac Ten and David were friends, right? So this is where shit Um, gets weird because they have some type of Nicolas Cage, John Travolta face off situation where they are just trying to be up each other's asses, bitch. (laughs) Basically, like this is actually pretty accurate minus the surgery. Like they basically surgery, but it literally was just like face off. Like they're just trying to like decide who's gonna shoot who. Like it's like a standoff. It's like the Cold War, but with like Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Cold War, but with a nigga named Max and a nigga named John (laughs) (laughs) Rapper. That's what it is. We have everybody Real has shit. guns, but nobody shooting them. Like that's nobody That's what it boils down to. So in this back and forth of them, like, oh, like, oh, I heard you was looking for me. Nah, nigga, I heard you was looking for me. So they finally meet up, and Max Hand was like, "Yo, let's meet at your house." And when he said it, I knew he didn't even have to explain no more that he was definitely going there to murder him. And John, because he's a real one, knew that that's what was gonna happen, and said, <laughs> "Nah, not in my house." And so they met somewhere else. And they was like, hey, thought you trying to kill me. He was like, nah, I thought you were trying to kill me. He was like, nah. And then he and then all of a sudden he's on his boat and he started working for him. Mac Tan was now working for John McAfee. Right. Which honestly, like you said, John is a real one because John already knew he was like, I'm gonna put this nigga on payroll, I'm gonna keep him close. So if it's a plot so to he, murder me, one of these other niggas is gonna tell me about it because I'm the one making sure they don't have to fucking be in the streets. Well, they in the streets, but you know they get paid to be in the streets instead of just doing it. Exactly. So exactly. He, it is very rare that a nigga be friends and enemy, and they both are still alive to talk about it. Real <laughs> shit. Real shit. So I mean, you have to you have to be impressed. Like the man knows something. Somebody but, knows something. And but you got to think too when you that paranoid, and that nigga's the closest nigga to the nigga that actually got into your shit, and you you know what I mean. Think about what they did uh-huh. to that boy. I ain't saying that you should break into anybody's thing. I think the, the second worst thing to a child molester is a fucking thief. Like, don't fucking, uh-huh. you know what I mean? That's how bad I think being a thief is. So I ain't saying he was wrong for getting his ass whipped. But what they did to that boy was a little excessive for They like, really did. You know what I mean? Being easy. Like, that you know ass whooping I mean? so, would have been fine. Like, you didn't right. have to be yeah. like, a, like a, a rushing up would have, honestly. And that's why I kind of shrugged when they said it. Because you know, I hate to be that person where I choose violence, but I agree with you. Like I think that, especially with like, especially when it comes to home invasions, that is so mm-hmm. personal. Because once somebody is broken into your home, you feel like they can they can come back at any time. You don't know the person. Right. They right. they found a way into your home. What if they come back and you're there? Like you live in that fear right. of it happening again, and it's like it's just happening to you constantly. Right. So, yeah, I get it. I would be very pissed off if a motherfucker broke into my house and I knew who it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, if he got a doctor, so, for sure, yeah. <laughs> so, 
So basically, that's the end of the standoff with Max Tan and him. Um, they have let bygones be bygones, and he's working for him now. Um, and this is kind of where we veer away from the gangster shit, and, and we go into the girl. Yes. This one caught me by surprise. I don't know what I was expecting to hear. I kind of figured there was going to be some bitches eventually. Like, you can't have guns and, and, and suit and pretend drugs and then not be no bitches. And no so, bitches. No bitches? So, this is not right. No like, you and Belize, I mean, nobody, and goes, I, I, nobody go to Belize and they ain't got no bitches. So I knew it was some bitches coming. And I, I hate to be the person to say Robert Kelly's name more than once in the episode. But he was very much giving me believe R. Kelly vibes. Like, <laughs> because the nigga said, word, listen, the nigga said, I'm attracted to teenage girls, all of age of consent. What the fuck is right. age of consent? What does that mean? What the fuck like, is age of consent? Well, believe that doesn't mean much. Right. That's the problem. Right. Like, right. In, Ameri- like, in America, where, and so here's the thing. I think that John McAfee likes teenage girls. I do not think uh, he likes prepubescent. Like, I don't think he likes 13-year-olds. No, but I think no, he likes 17-year-olds. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah. Still like, I, it's still gross. Like, don't get me wrong. But I think he's, I think he's spot on in saying yes. I, like, kind of in the way, like, Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't date anybody over 25, even though he's right. really older. Like, I think it's that. Like, if he could just perpetually date 18-year-olds, he'd be fine with that. Yeah, like he doesn't hey, want a thirteen-year-old, but he would damn sure just date eighteen-year-olds. No right, I feel you. That's yeah, I feel what you're saying. Totally off the subject, but on the subject. Shout out to all of these black people in Belize that when the camel come down the street, nigga, we don't know you. We hot, nigga. They put the whole shirt up. <laughs> like you don't have to blur it. I got it. All right. Shout out to yeah. They and weren't it, trying to be involved in none of that. Every um, time they go down George Street, niggas hide their face. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Which, which honestly, we'll get to that because that white lady was just running around and believes that somebody should have told her that she wasn't. We gonna get there, but yeah, she was. She made some questionable choices that made me feel like she didn't really want her life, or she was just really trying to end it all. But we'll get there. Um, yeah, we gonna get to these teenage girlfriends. So he has like five or six girls living in his house, and they kind of give us backstory about how they met him. And it okay. So even though they are old enough to consent to what is going on. It is very predatory, so I will just say that now, trigger warning again, because it, it is all very predatory. These are yeah. girls who are living in impoverished conditions, who basically, it's like, well, I need money to go to school. I don't know shit about the, the way the Belize school system is set up. I don't know why these kids are saying they have to pay for school. I don't know if maybe they have to drop out and work, and that's how why they're not able to go to school. I, uh-huh. I don't know. But, but that was the story we kept hearing. They don't have any money. They met this person who was like, I'll give you $900 a day to come live in my fucking mansion and fuck around or whatever, and I'll pay you to go to school and take care of you. Yep. And they so, all, like, he treated them all, I would say, pretty equally because as we were interv- as we interviewed or watched the interviews with the, the girls, they all was like, no, he spent the most time with me. No, he spent the most time with me. No, right. he spent the most time with me. Like, no, and that's interesting. It. Like it is, it is, it is very predatory in the sense that they that it was certainly an exchange because they were kind of they were in a position where they didn't have anything, so they agreed. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. I don't think. But I will say this for him: I do not think he mistreated them. And what we find out is that he actually did not have like penetrative sex with any of these girls. Yeah, with, right, and that's right. The he didn't. He didn't do the disgusting things that we normally associate 
with a, like if a you predator. yeah like if they, if they hadn't been on camera and given these interviews like i would have just assumed he was fucking all of these girls and they were just like right. yeah i'm laying here taking it for 900 dollars a day hey but listen time out if you've been fucking with me for the whole time i ever been in podcasting you know i love a woman with a go-to slightly to the left shout out to the, <laughs> shout out to the <laughs> massage therapist and the motherfucking hey, hey listen that's that, that hey that big girl yeah, that bitch with the blaze that nigga. big girl woo that was a hey I'm sorry that that woman fine to me she, she got a little go to to left. that's a big heavy set girl and the massage therapist was just very honest she was the massager was like yeah they all thought they were his wife or whatever and he just liked all like she just he did was all like, of yeah, that. He just, like women they all thought they were. <laughs> She was laughing. She was like, girlfriend. Like, the, the massage therapist was like, oh, no, I was just bitches living here. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> she had a completely different story. Yeah, completely everybody. different story than everybody Should else. I just so, right is it? Well, who, you know what, Penrose? We I was going to say, is this the part where we talk about instead of the re- regular sex he was having, the kind of sex he was having with her? So. Oh yeah, we're gonna let Penrose tell us about that. So uh what were they doing, Penrose, instead of Yeah, can penetrating- you explain this? <laughs> I can I, I can definitely explain it. So the, the funny part about this is I've been to Thailand before, right? So when they began to tell the story, I had flashbacks mm-hmm. and I immediately smiled. And then when I heard the whole story, I saw the meme where they was like, they had us in the first half. No, this nigga had me in the second half. This is some bullshit. <laughs> we <laughs> She begins to, all of them say that he he treated them well, he spent a lot of time, and all the time I'm thinking here in time, I'm thinking he having sex with these girls. And they all say that they had sex. And then you find out that it was never vaginal sex. No type of intercourse ever happened. Ever. This, this man would sit these women in hammocks. These hammocks Can had... You... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no! Just go, I just want to make sure you're given the architectural structure of the hammock. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm, def- I'm definitely going there. This man would sit these women in hammocks. These hammocks would have a hole cut out in the in somewhere. So I'm assuming the bottom, we can just say the bottom. Yeah. And all of a hammock is the bottom. But anyway, <laughs> the booty part. Where <laughs> your booty The hole would be where their butts. John McAfee. This is listen. This is why I tell niggas all the time. You never know who you shaking hands with. The nigga who creates the shit that stops your fucking computer from getting a virus <laughs> <laughs> had women Girl. sit in hammocks with holes cut at the bottom, and they would shit into his mouth. Okay, can I stop for like two seconds? I promise. I'm gonna let you get back to this, but like, <laughs> I did not know. Okay, so. I don't, I'm not king shaming, okay? So, uh-huh. you guys, like, whatever you like, okay? Um, I did not know the scat sex um, meant that you ate it. Yeah. It doesn't have it doesn't to. doesn't have to. So, scat part is just, like, shitting at some point. At some point, somebody shit, right? Yeah. Correct. So, like, it could be, I just want you to, like, take a dump okay. on my chest or something. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, you So, follow-up question. Scat So, like, follow-up question. Why the fuck was he eating it? <laughs> That's what he's into. Why is I saying? Like, we're not kink shaming, but that was the part. Like, some people, like, it's weird. Like, I told you why well, I think I've told a story at some point on some other podcast where I met a guy who was into, like, like water sports, I guess. He was, he the the water play, the pee. Correct. Did you pee on him? But he didn't want me to pee on him. That's, no, 
And that's what I'm saying. He didn't want me to pee on him. And that's why I just said water sports okay. very vaguely because he didn't want me to pee on him. What he wanted me to do was watch him stand in a, like a dry shower stall and pee on himself. Like up, like up. Like he would wear like boxer briefs and just pee down his like leg. Like he didn't want me what to the fuck pee on him. He wanted me to watch him pee Where on him. Where did we back. go? So I'm just saying, it, 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 there's a very large spectrum. What's the when price it comes tag? Of, what's the price tag so, on that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't know because I, I was in, I I de- immediately deleted the video he sent and was like, don't ever call me again. Like I don't know. We're in college. I'm sure you did the the, the price on that was zero. <laughs> was like girl, as a, as a person, like you have you've got nieces and nephews, and we both have children. And as a person that ha- I don't want to get. I don't, there's nothing cute about a nigga peeing on himself. At all. Fuck that shit. <laughs> no. Nothing that, I, I, I recall being very mad at, at the, at the baby. At the baby. So, I, you know, I feel like, you know, at the child, at the child. He's like, he's like seven. So, you know what I mean? Like, but at some point, you know, you wearing your regular underwear and you still pissing all in the bed. Oh. It's like, oh, bro. So, yeah. So, John oh. likes to eat shit and we'll let, we'll let Penrose pick it up from <laughs> And the wild part is like you see pictures of shit of him kissing these yeah. girls in the mouth after they know he was eating everybody in their exactly. house. How much, how much does somebody have to brush their teeth or some shit for you to be like, okay, I feel comfortable kissing you again? My- well, the bacteria and fecal matter can make you really, really sick. So I just don't know that I would ever be comfortable. And I'm being real yeah. with that. Like, I don't, I just don't. If this, what if this nigga missed the corner of his lip or something and now I got and, you know what I'm and now it's like crust and shit Ugh. right like it yeah like no I can't do that no I'm not but $900 a day listen that's a lot of motherfucking money but it's not enough to kiss a nigga in the mouth after he but ooh, I, mean, I mean listen 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 as as let's have a real new conversation real quick. As some right. as some women say okay. I done, and I done heard a lot of women say I done done less for fucking free Listen, if you need the nine hundred dollars to finish school, and you shit in that man's mouth. Listen, you live in a fabulous life. You all. Well, it's you, the kissing part afterwards. Hold on. If he gets nine hundred dollars before, time out. Time out. <laughs> we living on boats. Mama them got some money. I'm getting nine hundred for school. I don't have to fuck this nigga. I eat good. I live good. I sleep good. And all he want is a little kiss. After you. I'm, I'm a. I'm a Okay, fine. Close uh, it. Pick. I was pick. thinking more. Close I was thinking back. more along a Eskimo kiss. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying. No, no. What you say? I'm y'all just saying kiss the shitty mouth. Don't kiss the shitty mouth. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying after he brushed the teeth, yeah, then you kiss the nigga. But don't put the stipulations on after brushing. Brush thoroughly, my baby. <laughs> Brush thoroughly. Yeah, he can get a little. He can get a little, he can get a little, little, little does, up. does he have? Does he have a toothbrush, a new toothbrush every day, or like? Word, that's a good question. That's God, a I hope question. so. <laughs> I mean, because if not, he's just rubbing the fecal, the like the back, the shit bacteria I mean, too, back like, in his mouth. Kind of, like, what kind of listerine do you have? What kind of diet do you have these girls on so that you feel comfortable? <laughs> Right, right. What if they just are eating a bunch of red meat? It's like, oh, God. <laughs> or like a bunch of pork. Oh, all right. This reminds let's, me let's... of the bitch that was stuck in the middle on goddamn uh, human centipede. 
Don is getting is getting shitted on in his mouth, and Belize is scared of death to him. This is the weird stuff he's doing in his home, and the whole the whole place is scared of him. <laughs> right. You scared of a nigga that eats shit. This <laughs> shit. This man literally eating eating scat, and y'all scared of <laughs> death. Um, he's scaring the shit out of you, and instead of you just and you should be feeding it. He like. Right. He's scaring the little shit out of everybody, and then he was like, eating <laughs> so, yeah. so, around the they play their cars right, it would work right, out for everybody, but no. But no. Um, so, we meet the gang suppression unit at this point after yes. we have our foray into our little dabbling. Yes, you. Y'all, we got So, what we find out about the GSU is they probably are the only non-corrupt police that we meet throughout this. Like, they're the only motherfuckers right. that are doing their jobs. Like, the rest of it is, like, whatever. These motherfuckers was like, nah, we gonna no do what shit. we gotta do. Uh-huh. So, basically, even, like, even the, even, oh, even little, little crack, little baby crackhead with the 72 arrest was like, nah, if the gang suppression you team, get on the ground. Get on the ground. <laughs> get on the ground. Nigga. <laughs> Take it from me, an expert, an expert on going to jail. Like if they tell you, you do what they right. say. I'm an expert. He's like, listen, I love a good uh, high speed chase. But <laughs> I, I love, I love a good run. I love, I love to hop fences and run through backyards. <laughs> when GSU see you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so they, so they basically bust into his house at six a.m. Uh, and this is where remember how I said he didn't have cocaine this is the part where maybe he did um, because they found um, so it were what I feel like to, and, and checked all the, the boxes for cocaine but when they were testing it it didn't come up in their testing kit fuck they testing but, kit listen can I just say <laughs> can I just say like I, we're gonna find out go ahead we're going to find yeah, out sure. a little bit later why we're saying fuck that testing yeah. kit because you're going to put it together and be like, okay, that was probably It was coke, definitely we'll coke. <laughs> but, yeah. so But basically, for all intents and purposes, basically, the GSU raised this man's house and they come away with one unlicensed gun. Like, they raided his house for, for nothing. Of like a for nothing. Thing. Like, they, they raided his house for a dime. Basically. Um, and John was telling everybody that the raid happened because he didn't donate to an uh, uh like an elected official out there. Yeah, two million dollars. Yeah, he was asking. I mean, but can I just say? Can I just say when you come into the fucking place and you buy a million dollar boats for niggas, I'm gonna feel right. a kind of way if you don't want to throw me five hundred thousand. Like especially though, but especially what 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 they don't tell is if the politician was in in favor or not. Was he the incumbent or not? Right, because right, most right. times. If it's the politician that everybody loves, then nine times out of ten, that's why the GSU came. Like the niggas already, like whoever run the GSU already fuck with this nigga because it's right. kind of you've been living here this whole time. You've been doing all this fuck shit. You didn't cut this girl power off. Ain't nobody came and fucked with you about shit. But the minute you don't give a nigga two million dollars, your life start going to hell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Maybe you should find out who the good yeah. people on the motherfucking island are, nigga. Shit. Right, exactly. You need to find it. You need to try to. You need to try to play exactly. ball. Exactly. You can't. Hey, listen, um, you can't go to certain niggas' hoods and sell dope without paying the right tax. You gotta pay taxes. You wanted to move on to belief. 
thinking that these people was poor, and just because they poor, you got money, you can do what the fuck you want. And they prove you, you can't even ass. go to California without paying taxes. Like Thank you think you're able to go to fucking Belize, nigga? Right. Like a white man? <laughs> that seems ridiculous for you to think that. White man, so, you you are in a God. Central American country. It's white where audacity. Everybody really speaks is. English. Caucasity. You fucking up. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, and audacity, girl. They got yep. it. Um, I love it. So this is when he leaves and heads back to San Pedro, right? Right. And yep. he begins to like basically continue to get more fucking paranoid to the point Deeply. where he is waking up and telling people that he's having these dreams that fish people are coming out of the sea to come into his home and attack or whatever the fuck, like. Yeah. And he saw um, the Marines this, come out to so see. He's got compounds. He's bought guns. He has feral dogs running up. Nigga! Yeah. Like, and let us not the, forget like, that lady, San Pedro is considered a tourist town. Right. This nigga was living so, in, basically in he's paradise. Like, yeah, and he's got this shit going on on the beach. People are trying to walk on the beach and these dogs are like attacking them. Right. Right. Like, right. like you, right. you didn't pay your money. You didn't got your little money up. You don't never take no trip. You live, in, you, live in, you live in the Midwest, so it's cold fucking three quarters of the fucking year, and you right. finally get to go to Belize and get attacked by a rabbit pit bull <laughs> on the beach, man. On the beach, rabbit, a rabbit beach dog, because a motherfucker thinks fucking fish mermen are coming up out of the water to attack him. Like, get the fuck out of here. And the rest of the people too scared to help you because the fucking guarded niggas are standing there with guns like, the crazy part. Right, like, don't touch the dog. Right, you better better let the dog bite you. (laughs) Like, oh, the dog wants to eat your eyeball? Let it. it. I guess you better (laughs) let it. I kind of felt like too deeply yeah. the guard niggas was actually some of the nicest niggas. They was just getting paid too much money to give a fuck about you. you exactly. That's really what it is. Like, they, they, like if the dog was gonna like rip their throat out, they'd be like, okay, okay, uh biscuit, come right, back. Right, like, yeah, it, maybe like, they don't let biscuit murder you, but right. if biscuit bites you on the hand, you on no, your no, own. No, it's take that. Right. So we meet a we don't meet Greg Fall because Greg Fall is dead. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny. But I'm just like, well, never, never no mind. But uh, so Greg, uh, we learn about Greg is what happened uh, through interviews with his dad and his friends. So Greg is also like an expat who was a contractor, carpenter, whatever. Moved out to the island, had a business. I think he was doing kind of the same type of work. Uh-huh. Um, but he lives not that far from um, junk. Right, like, so like, like hundreds of feet away. Six, like, that's how close. 200? Like, down the beach. Yeah, 200 yeah, feet per, like per John's testimony, 200 feet down the beach. Right. So, but the thing about it is, there's a shared beach access that nobody can share because of these dogs, and Greg is pissed off, which uh-huh. rightfully so. I uh-huh. pay for this property. I can't even walk on the beach or go down the beach because you got these crazed-ass dogs. Right. And so Greg is like, hey, John, control your dogs. John was like, get the fuck off my property before I kill you. Right. Basically. Right. Like, basically. like, nigga, I'm the king, nigga. I do what the fuck I want. Right. Um. So, Greg, which, okay, so the dogs get poisoned. They don't have any proof that Greg poisoned the dogs. And this is where shit is going to get weird. Outside of the uh, fact that Greg said he was going to poison the dogs. He did say <laughs> it. 
he said he was going to poison them, but you know, I also had told a motherfucker that I was gonna punch them in their ear and make their nose bleed, and I get to do it. Like you know, sometimes shit is an idle threat. You might do it if it comes down to it, but you know, I'm I'm the type where if you say I'm gonna poison somebody's pets, I'm more than likely am not. But if you were just frustrated in a situation, let me ask you this: Do you do you think that it was either? Circum just highly circumstantial, and somebody poisoned them dogs. Or I think anybody can poison them dogs. They were all bad. Did you hear somebody? Do you think it was either just circumstantial, or is it more likely that somebody heard uh, a dude say that to John, and they was like, "Fuck it, he gonna think it's him anyway. Let me go on and do it." So anybody could have. Anybody could have poisoned him. Do I think Greg probably poisoned the man's dogs? Probably. Yeah, like, probably. Probably. I'll, you know, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer, you know, what, what I forget what it's called, but yeah, normally the simplest answer is the best. So the, le- the least complex answer is always the, normally the correct <laughs> answer. So, yeah, Greg probably did poison the dogs, but they do not have any proof that Greg poisoned their dogs. They so don't. Right. Thing. So... We then hear John say, I'm going to shoot Greg. So I guess by that same logic, if I have to say that Greg said he was going to poison his dog, and John said he was going to kill him, then John killed him. Uh, At least we don't think he did. Come on, shooting somebody and killing a dog. And listen, for all you dog lovers, I'm not trying to say that killing dogs is okay before you niggas get to calling Peter on us and shit. But it's just like the Family Guy episode. When Brian was crying because he killed the dog and he came in and told the family, like, yo, I got something to tell y'all. I killed somebody. And they get to looking at him weird and he's like, I killed the dog. And they like, oh, man, nobody uh. gives a fuck. It's the same <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? In essence, like, if you poison a dog, yeah, you're a horrible fucking human being. But if you kill a nigga for poisoning a dog, like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I mean, so here's the thing. Like God, bless, you know, God bless Greg. God rest his soul because the man is dead. But also, Real you shit. do kind of have, you really do have to kind of be a shithead to poison a dog. Like you really kind of do have to be a shithead. But if the cops so, ain't, but if the cops ain't doing shit because they in money's back pocket, and like at, at some point it was frustration. Yeah, I, exactly. it was. But you still, but he's still shit. a dog. But he's still a dog murderer. Like, uh... I mean, but let's be honest. Listen, hold on, wait. Cops ain't doing shit. You didn't kill. You didn't kill a dog that annoyed you. You killed dogs that was attacking people for no reason. That was reason. attacking you. For no fucking reason. You're on the beach. You just, every, listen, even, remember, even the, la- <laughs> even the, la- <laughs> BJ over there looking at her dogs right now in the eyes. Like, y'all hear this shit? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like, if you got to poison the motherfuckers, like, why wouldn't you, like, lure the dogs away and then, like, shoot the bitch and throw it in the ocean so you can at least lie and say it ran shoot away? Him. Like, why does it look about worse? But that's worse. Is you it? took too like, much time. Yeah. You no, it's that not out. worse. It's not worse. You blew his fucking brain out. <laughs> The man shot his own dogs. Are y'all not remembering that? Remember, he but, poisoned but, the dogs and but, like but, posting and shaking and shit on the ground in misery, listen. and so he shot his own fucking dogs. But you're still <laughs> talking about a killer. David didn't know that this was what was gonna happen to them dogs. You can't. T- you, you putting David? We don't know if David was a killer in his past life, but I'm just saying. All I'm saying is frustration to make you do some fucked up shit. I'm not saying he's okay. I'm not saying one sin is better than the next. 
What I'm saying is, is if you, a shitty person from, 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 I he's just a shitty person. We all know shitty shit. He is, but I kind of understand why he did what he did. I get cops and the cops are like, yeah, yeah, we'll take care of it. And they never take care of it. And I'm talking to the owner and they never do nothing. I wouldn't have damn, I wouldn't have fucking tripped them damn dogs. I'm right. just saying, now, if he was smart, he would have gotten rid of the evidence. I wouldn't have left no convulsing, foaming at the mouth ass dog after I threatened to poison your dogs. She I would go ahead yeah. and Make I would have had to put the dog in the car and drive that bitch over to the next town or something, but I wouldn't have left it there for you to see. <laughs> people, oh, we, yeah, do not, we do not condone the killing of dogs. We just like to have people. We just like to have uh, point of view arguments. So take it out. So, <laughs> so basically, by the end of the weekend, Saturday night, uh, Greg, oh, so Saturday night, so Greg poisoned the dogs. Like, we're just going to say for the sake of the telling the story that we think that he did it. So Saturday night, Greg heads home and somebody's in his yard. Word. Sunday, my nigga is dead. No. Dead, yeah. Dead. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunday, real shit. Very dead. Um, okay. He's been shot. He's got taser marks. Um, he's we find out. At that. Yes, yes, point blank, like and like as if somebody like walked up on him. Right. Um, and he's in his bedroom, so whoever was in the yard, he must have been okay with whoever it ended up being because he went to a new location with them. Right. There so was from no the front yard, out, right? No, no forced entry, nothing like that. So right. from the front yard up his stairs to his bedroom, where they found him. Dead, Where they found dead, 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 hella dead. Um, this is also where uh, you know, people of course are asking John. He's like, nah, I don't know what y'all talking about. He fucking goes missing technically, but where does he go again? Does he go to Guatemala? This, yeah, this is when he has to Guatemala. Yeah, and he's being disguised. Um, who the fuck? Can we talk about his disguise? Yes, let's hundred percent talk about his goddamn disguise. What goddamn disguise? Well, no goddamn. Well, John disguise. is like putting fucking like baby powder in his hair and then wearing a poncho <laughs> and pretending to be an old man. And like it, John, and like and like the reporter said, like I didn't want, like I wanted the interview, so I had to pretend like when your kid like comes in, like remember like uh, Matt TV, like Stewart be like, huh. Huh, look what I can do, and then you like right. do a little jump shit, and it was like nothing. It's like right. that. Like I don't exactly. want to like hurt. I, I need this interview, so I don't pretend like you're doing something. Hey, listen, when they showed the picture, I made the crook hand that nigga had. I was like, nigga, no, this is no effort. Like, what are we talking no, about? Like yeah. he really just kind of like sprint. Like he really like he literally picked up the baby powder and was like quick, like swoosh, like one little squeeze of the bottle, and like. Yep. Kind of stood under the cloud and was like, "This is good. I look salt and pepper." <laughs> but, but my like, thing never is, my thing is, my nigga, you in a country of a bunch of people that look like us with accents, you stand out whether you fucking put a disguise on or not, white man. The fuck right. are you talking about? Like, like he basically, better to just like wear sunglasses and like a, a ball cap and just look like anybody else that's a tourist. Exactly. Right. Like just exactly. look like a tourist. Like why do all of this craziness? So well, he gets so basically the cops catch up with him because he's a moron or somebody advises a moron. I well, believe that's so the case. Right. 
So when he gets to Guatemala, he starts wanting to do interviews and talking to people over the phone, saying how that he can't go back to Belize because the, the Belize government is going to kill him. And he's having all these interviews, so much to, to the, that he felt comfortable enough to tell Vice where he was. No, they and, go. Oh, they go, right. And then they, they, they take a picture and post it, but it, the picture gives up his location, basically. Right. Now, mind you, mind you yeah. listener, listener, I want you to understand that this thing is also guys, hey, when you take pictures on your cell phones, they're geotagged. Exactly. Yes, they are. Listen, hella geotags. So people know where the fuck caught. you are. The right person will know where you are by your pictures. I'm just telling y'all that. Exactly. Use that information however you need. However you choose to. This well. nigga just got caught by geotag because your rich ass decided not to give some poor niggas two million dollars. Catch the yeah. message. Catch the fucking message. If, people, if a poor if if the police if the government asks you for two million dollars and you have it, you probably just need to give it to them. Give it the fuck up. Probably. Nigga, probably. you just I'm just saying, own, like it ain't even your shit over there. Like you probably nigga, give people they fucking money. You own 280 acres in Colorado and just walked away from it. And you can't give right. two million up to some poor people. This right. is why your dumb ass just got caught by iPhone geotag, you rich, stupid motherfucker. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, so okay, so then, so then apparently we find out that the Guatemalan government might also be stupid. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so he gets arrested for basically illegally entering the country because he does not go through like any proper channels. He like gets smuggled in by them. Um, and so they're just like, and and they do what most people do when you come into their country illegally. They deport you. So right. mm-hmm. in order to keep from being deported. He basically fakes a heart attack. <laughs> he passed. He passes out, guys. Passes out, fakes a heart attack, and until he until he knows his lawyer can file an appeal at three p.m. And then once the appeal is filed, he tells them, "Okay, I'm feeling better. Take me back to jail." I'm out this day. Right. Basically. <laughs> right. Basically, he so, just he basically faked a heart attack until he made sure that his appeal was filed. Exactly. Which is hilarious because also we find out that the lawyer that he has is actually one of the, the girlfriend that he went on the run with. They're in Guatemala. Like, oh shit, I'm going to be arrested. And she was like, actually, I think I can help you. My uncle or cousin or whatever is a lawyer here. And this right. nigga also used to be the prime minister or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. like wild shit. Like this is super connected to be poor and having to take nine hundred dollars a day from this man. Like that was wild. Like, girl, why don't you just move to Guatemala and like go be this man's secretary or something? You choosing to do? You choosing to shit in his mouth? Be- okay. Because again, right? I don't. If I gotta go live with my uncle and deal with his shit, I'd rather just shit in this nigga mouth and live a high life. You know. You're not giving up nothing. No pussy. You ain't sucking no dick. You living a great life. You go to school. You're not getting mentally traumatized. You just got to shit in the nigga mouth. Man, what? Sign me up. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, doesn't even go back to Belize. He gets deported to America, and that's it. Yep, that's basically it. And he just, he basically just, um, uh, goes back to software and security. Um, oh, no. Guys, we forgot. Mm Mm-hmm. He ran for president. Yeah, so we'll get there. As a libertarian. So he did. So we find out. So here's where we get back to this this these this white substance that they 
tested for coke was not coke we find out that the belize government basically aren't equipped to do any of the things that like other governments or like police forces are they don't don't have any any dna DNA technology they barely started using like a fingerprint database they said they have 2012 yeah they have a murder conviction rate that is less than three percent basically unless Unless the motherfucker saw you shoot somebody, you normally just get off. Like, they just don't have... Watch you and I was like, yo, I shot them. <laughs> like that's li- like literally unless they confess or people see you, like they don't they don't get any murder convictions. Right. So um we meet Cashin. Cashin. Cashin is like the cool uh-huh. boy groundskeeper, whatever. He's like a butler, but not a butler. I don't I don't know. Uh-huh. Um basically he was like he says that john this is where we kind of learn more about the murder for hire plot whatever so uh-huh. Cash says that john instructed him to take five thousand dollars and put money in an account gave him an account number he says he knows for a fact that it's mac 10's account right right he does say that and so then he says that mac 10 calls him and tells him to pick him up and it's like in the forest in the middle of the fucking night he don't ask no questions he just picked the man up right right because that's your man so what if he got fucked <laughs> up and he was drunk you know what right I mean? he don't ask no questions so it so howard so basically the implication here is that mac 10 for in exchange for five thousand dollars killed uh greg Paul, and then just uh-huh. kind of moseyed on down the beach uh into the forest and was like, hey, Cash, come pick me up. But only right. like 600 feet away from this man's house. Like, right. still very close to John's house. Extremely close to Greg's house. Okay, so here's where it gets interesting, because we find out that one of the girlfriends was sent over there to be like a honeypot and lure Greg into thinking they were going to have sex or whatever, and that's how they're able to kind of gain access to his house without forcing That I feel like that's who was in his yard, y'all. Oh, girl was, yeah. She was definitely in his yard. That's why he opened the door without it having to be forced open. That's why they went to the bedroom. But my thing... Whoever whoever was in Mac-10 or whoever the fuck was there, he walked in behind them. Yeah, walked in behind them, shot dude, and it was was over. They got the fuck up out of there. Yeah. Because now, mind you, uh, Mac Ten gets interviewed. You know, he says he didn't do it. Yada yada yada. This is nigga. Not- he didn't just say he didn't do it. <laughs> he smiled and giggled and admitted that if he did, he wouldn't tell. Her. He still tell wouldn't her. tell, right? So this is what I, okay. So I wrote down the lady's name, Nanette. Right, Nanette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the. Well, Nanette the goes pre-earth. to fucking Belize. And this is how she is getting this interview. Nanette has taken her dumb white ass to Belize to sit with these people who are potential murderers and ask them questions. About murder. About murder. (laughs) (laughs) That they possibly committed. Right. That she probably walked into the room thinking that they did. Right. Off top. Yeah. Which really her saving grace is that there were probably people with her who also had cameras and recording it. And that's why that man just laughed and smiled at her ass. And white you saw how he wiped his forehead. Right. A bunch of that was a real that was that was a killer. That was like a like bitch, if it wasn't so many people in this room right now, bitch, bitch I like I would wait for you to walk. I would wait for you to turn your back, and you would die too. And I and I absolutely, I absolutely believe that if that bitch would have came over there by herself with no cameras. Like I just want to talk to you off the record. She would have never made no documentary. Yeah, you uh, asking too many questions because listen, real shit, and because well, it it ties in. But when that nigga told her he had to get the fuck up out of there, I don't honestly think that was just all McAfee. 
I honestly think it was it was probably niggas on the island like blood. You bringing too much motherfucking attention. <laughs> like you bringing white ladies with cameras and shit, and this ain't gonna work. Right. And they were right. like, "You gotta get the fuck away from here." Right. Um, right. Yeah. So he said what his sister was getting married, and that's where he was. He said his sister was getting married, and that's where he was at. And that nigga uh, was I have lying. a question. Yes. Um. Somewhere in my notes, I wrote spy cameras hidden in cactuses. Why did I write that? Because when he came back to America, he he didn't get he wasn't getting the attention he wanted at first for just getting back into the into the uh, tech market. So the niggas start remember the lady was like uh, his ex, old uh, secretary was like if he didn't get enough attention he'd say anything. And so he yeah. started he got on the news and started saying that the government was putting spy cameras in cactuses. Wasn't that part of like when he was running for president? Yeah. Yeah. And so he really went on the TV and looked dead in America's eyes and said that spy cameras be in cactuses. And I looked around. I was like, damn, nigga, I'm in Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) They see me. They see me. So as Chris pointed out before, like the wild, the wildest part of all of this is that he basically just was like, fuck it. I don't want to do this anymore. Went back to America. Went back to America. Florida. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. Went back to doing nope. anti-virus shit. Like he didn't get like he didn't get charged with anything. Nope. He got Nothing. deported back to America and just yep. went back to being like the anti-virus guy. Yeah. They basically just said, my nigga, just don't come back. <laughs> what? <laughs> they were like, look, you're just causing a lot of duress and un unmarred strain on the police resources here, and we just don't want just don't. Listen, Please name. gather your things. We'll call just, by, we, we will call bygones bygones if you will just get the fuck out of here. Just do me a favor. Just, just don't fuck my sister again. That's what that <laughs> was. <laughs> Nigga, as he, put, as he pushed him on the airplane. Right, right. Like right. they really do they put that man on the fucking plane back to America and said, just look what it, look, thank you for the thank you for the police equipment or whatever, but just don't. <laughs> Thanks for the boat, but <laughs> and then this no. is listen, and this is the craziest part about the shit too. When they when they, you bought into the police department by giving them guns, the boat, the this, the that, right? Mm-hmm. You niggas never thought to be like, hey John, hook us up with some DNA equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, hey, John, do you, you think do you think I just I just feel like John is probably John always feels like he has like three he's already three pages ahead of us and I feel like he'd have been like I'm not getting y'all that shit (laughs) (laughs) that's real funny you want that's funny you want you want MacBooks (laughs) Uh, want something that if somebody touches something niggas will know who was there to touch it oh okay you bitches ain't that pretty I think it's out of stock (laughs) I think it's on back order (laughs) (laughs) They don't have you, but I do have some feral dogs if you want some. <laughs> I got these tasers. <laughs> got lots yeah. of tasers. And right. I got lots of I got lots of Bunsen burners and microscopes. Do y'all exactly. want to look right. at you can look at fingerprints by hand? Shit. I had a couple like, of You don't need no computer, but you can look at fingerprints by hand under these microscopes. <laughs> Look, I, right. got, I got a couple homies that was here last week and they left their shit. I got boots for days. <laughs> you want some flip flops? I got those. Right. Very legally. <laughs> like, I had Tommy Bahama Hawaiian I was just about to say Tommy Bahama shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Bahama shirt but, for everyone. 
Just say the word, my nigga. Just say the word. It's you. It's you, baby. It's you. You already got it. You already have it. He looked at the police station and was like, you don't need DNA testing kits. It was in you all along. And he like looks like Bob Smolder nose. Like ruffles their hair and puts their hat back on. You got it. Gay they as an Eskimo kiss right after. You rascals. <laughs> all right, all right now good. who's taking me to Belize? <laughs> all right, who's taking who's, who's who's taking me to Florida? Right, like, who's sending me back to America? Who's doing it? <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing, guys, but honestly, it is really fucked up because we sit like we, we do sit with Greg Ball's friends and his dad, and like his dad was saying, I just you know. I have to take comfort in knowing that I know that he did it, but knowing that I may not ever get justice for my son. And that's hard to do. That is fucked up, yeah. Man. Real shit. I know that nigga did it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we know he did it. Like, look, look, I'm we, we all know hired. Like, we know he hired that man to kill that other man about some fucking dogs. We know. About but, you know, some dogs. Some dogs so, that he probably didn't even have time for because he had a hella girlfriends. And, and so here's the thing. Now he doesn't have any of those girlfriends and he doesn't have dogs like the way white people love. Like, if these are your dogs and you love them so much, like, why wouldn't you have more dogs? Like, okay, like, why wouldn't you call up your niggas, your fucking band of 12 or whatever, and be like, hey, so I'm gonna need Nigga, they don't talk I'm just saying, if these your niggas and these your dogs, why would you call and be like, hey, I got an extra five or ten or whatever, I need you to get my dogs to the airport on the thing. Right. If these your dogs, you just love them so I was, much. You crying, not uh, in this shit, having to shoot them, but now all of a sudden, I fuck them dogs, I want them dogs. Like... <laughs> I want you to say it's cool back in America. Here I come. <laughs> yeah, so guys, that's it. Yeah, I think he did it's just it sounds like he basically wanted to like fucking be Rambo in the jungle and he did that for yeah. a while and then he just went home and that is if nothing else is a testament to whiteness and how y'all are able to just kind of move in out of other brown people's spaces and take their shit and then shed it off like it's fucking rattlesnake skin and go back to living your white ass lives yeah <laughs> that's it in okay, I was say what, what's your take what's your intake on this <laughs> I mean honestly like I, that, that that's that's really it that's really it. This man went down there, well, did what the fuck he wanted to do. I honestly, like I said, I honestly believe a this nigga was was somewhere a little mental, and two, you just had too much fucking money. It's like you went down there without a plan. Like what the fuck are we doing? Or you getting sued in America? I don't know if bitches was fucking with you like that in America, but I don't understand what the fascination was for getting down there and getting these bros. So anyway, my whole point is, to wrap it all up, to not be so lengthy, is you went down there with, with a lot of money, without a plan, and then just start making it up as you go. Fuck it. I want to be the kingpin. I mean, it's it's like it's like Nas working for Jay-Z when this nigga came and worked for him. Like, this nigga, it was, this nigga was happy. Like, I just think, yeah, like VJ said, he he used his whiteness to his motherfucking advantage, and this is the story of it. If you ever want to see how it is to be white and you're not white, and you never experienced like what white people do, this is the this is the pinnacle this of it. This is yes. the pinnacle of, of what whiteness can get you because my, none of our black asses can go to Belize and well, <laughs> at, well, 
Let me not say that because with a less with a less than three percent murder conviction rate, we might be able. We to might. Nobody went. No one went to jail, including his white ass. So right. It's a yeah. good example, but a not good example. So, like, maybe if he'd have shot him in Guatemala, but, you know. Right. Right. Listen, they didn't even go to jail for killing the, uh, the boy David. No. no nobody. Saying, nobody ever went to jail or, or, sir, or had any consequences for any of the wild shit that we have talked about. Nobody uh, went yeah. to jail. Nope. Like they and even found out listen. the girlfriend was the one that lured him up there. They questioned that girl, and she was like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." She's I don't know nothing about that, and she's still she's like, still, she's living life. She took the interview. Like, bitch, yeah, I didn't do shit. What are you talking about? Yeah, turn the cameras on. What the fuck are you talking about? Come on. <laughs> like, oh yeah, well, guys, hold up. The only thing, run a comb through my hair. <laughs> I ain't do shit. <laughs> I don't know shit. Shit. Anything else? No. So, um, the, the only thing that I take away from this is, um. Uh, watch out for uh, Elon and the nigga that run T-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> John, look, whatever he resigned. Yes. they got a lot of money and okay. nothing to do. Are you talking about T-Mobile <laughs> or Virgin Mobile? <laughs> what happened when John retired? So keep an eye on these niggas. Is all I'm saying. Real shit. The Virgin Mobile guy. Yeah, I think he <laughs> The Virgin Mobile guy having some money problems right now, so I don't think you got to worry about him. He tries to source some shit. Oh, out. he's still he's he's still out here struggling trying to um open up that Virgin uh, hotel because they had hard rock got... hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They bought it and then COVID happened and Damn. they still. I was gonna say, yeah, he's trying to he trying to figure some shit out right now. So anybody got to oh, worry okay. about him. He's trying to keep his money together. He got shit going on. Okay. Yeah, he got Guys, real shit going just... on. No doubt, and no doubt. and so did John, and he went to Belize and murdered a man. I'm just telling y'all, watch your watch your Caucasian moguls. Is all I'm saying, and that's all. <laughs> this has been another episode of All Talk Show. Keep your eyes on your Caucasian face. Right, Please, right. that's it. That's all. I'm Chris. That's Tayros. That's BJ. Another episode of All Talk Show. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.